What's up, guys? You're listening to Unpopular Disney Opinions. We've got episode three of season two. And one thing I feel like everybody can sort of sympathize, Lindsay, is that Disney is a money sucker. Yeah, and I feel like as a kid, you don't realize it until you're an adult. And then you're like, holy shit, this shit is so much money. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely gotten insanely expensive from when we were kids. The price points are, like, not even comparable anymore. But it, it is really expensive. And especially for a full family, a bunch of kids, extended family, it's going to rack up real quick. I think when we went, I really walked away from our Disney World trip in December almost, like, having so much sympathy for, you know, middle America um, families that, like, are almost getting priced out of Disney World and Disneyland. That was a big topic of conversation while we were there. We're like, we can't believe this is so expensive. It really is sad for those families, larger families especially too, that can no longer afford to go to to go to Disney yeah. World or Land. So therefore, we have a topic. Um, I would assume this is probably not going to be our last topic of the seasons um not this season but like just in general about money and spending money and all that kind of stuff so today's topic is things at disney you should not spend your money on biggest waste here's the thing i would like to preface this by saying everyone spends their money differently they prioritize spending differently what we consider as a waste of money might be a priority for someone else and that's totally fine it is what it is it is what it is i think Lindsay and I come from a realistic perspective. Um, That's kind of where I come from is, you know, the reality of how I, how you can save money versus spend it. Um, You know, I was once broke. The biggest bang for our buck. Yeah. And I was once broke living in Los Angeles, trying to figure out my way to get to Disney. And um, you know, when you're at that point of your life, at some point, you really find the value of a dollar and you're like, am I going to spend $17 or $19 on a Caesar salad at downtown Disney? Probably not. No. Which is also a reality because yeah. there's a place at downtown Disney in Disneyland where a Caesar salad is $19. Especially in um, California. So, all right, Liz, I'm going to have you kick it off. Number three. Number three. I'm going to start this off. I will say like this one's probably like the, it's probably the cheapest thing on my list. Um, they don't go in any sort of order. They're, they're all over the place in terms of cost. I will say this is on the cheaper end. Um, but I think it's a waste. Magic bands. Here's Huge the waste. I never bought into it because I just felt like it was so stupid, but also because we have the Disney, my Disney experience app. But the thing is, is they never pushed it when Disney released, when Disney World introduced their magic band years and years ago the apps weren't as big well you couldn't use the app for your fast passes or for your um park entry back then you could use it to manage your vacation but you couldn't use the app for the um the access into the park and for your fast passes back in the day um they're they they run you about 20 bucks when they first came out there was like a version one now there's a different version so all your old magic bands i don't even think would work I probably have three or four different sets at home from various vacations because somehow Disney like doesn't have the technology to make the bands speak to, to like different accounts and different people. Which I know we had such trouble like 
It's if, so stupid. If, if we would have tried to tell our audience our experience recently with magic bands and how we couldn't use it, your head would minorly explode. Like none of it made any logical sense. No. Literally, and there she is. There she is making her yeah. appearance on we were at the Crazy. transportation and ticket center. So we were at the one place where the people should, the cast members should know what they were doing. And it was like driving me nuts. I'm like, please just take the bands and walk away before like I was getting heated. But basically what happened was Lindsay and my mom had brought um, bands from previous Disney experiences, but they didn't have it labeled whose was what. So the fact that they couldn't label it, they couldn't attach somebody new to it. So they couldn't erase a previous person that had used it. Like, like yep. we are in 2022. Like you can factory reset something, wipe it clean and put someone else's freaking fast pass on it. So and, and or a ticket. Like, yeah, we had four and they were on two different sets of emails. So that's why we they could only try to get two to work because the other two were originally linked to a different email. It's just so they're not transferable. They make no sense for like the day and age we are in. And now that the we have the My Disney Experience app, there's literally no use for them. And like yeah. 20 bucks a pop can get expensive for a larger family. Yeah. It's an added expense that is just like so unnecessary. Speaking of something in the range of twenty dollars, um, Disney parking used to be twenty fifteen dollars, and now it's thirty. It would be it, it it'll be a it, it'll be my honorable mention for this episode because now at Disneyland, I think it was thirty dollars. It was thirty. Unreal. It was twenty five in Florida. Anyways, um, that's stupid expensive. Is that a huge waste? Yes, but unfortunately, it's like a necessary evil. So it's I can't. A necessary evil. I can't put that on my list. Yeah, even though I'm I bitter agree. about it. Um, my number three is actually the Disney Vacation Club. Okay. Um, That's so not, not something that we've experienced. No, it's something we've really experienced. But I did in the pandemic, amongst my boredom at one point in time, before I got busy with Pink Deer, did do some investigating about how much it is, what's the cost benefit analysis, how much do you need to go. To be honest, it's just kind of a waste of money. And I think, like Lindsay said, everybody spends their money differently. And I think with the things that I chose, um, there's a small percentage of people that are going to disagree with me on each of them. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I think the larger group, when they understand, like, yeah, it is a giant waste. So the Disney Vacation Club experience is extremely expensive. You have to put an extremely expensive down payment on it and what you don't read in the fine print is that there is a small percentage that gets compounded each year and it's a it's like a tax it's basically like tax essentially that you have to pay to disney in order to keep it every year that says in the contract that it goes up every year so and your contract with them is like i think it's 30 years um so that like that you have 30 years yeah it's it's wild you know but you can you can try to sell it after fifteen. But then at a certain point, like after like fifteen years or whatever, that taxable thing that at one point was only you know at one point in your first year it might have only been four hundred fifty dollars. Maybe year five it was seven hundred dollars. When you start getting dollars, yeah, when you start getting to that fifteen year mark, like that little line item that says that the taxable you know that there's a taxable interest that is paid to Disney starts becoming in the range of $2,000 a year. This is not $2,000 a year that you are paying to go to Disney. This is just 
the yeah, like interest, let's say. You Why have to is Disney pay. punishing the long-term members then? That's literally what it is. It's incentivizing people to do it for a short a shorter amount of time. I could be 100% wrong it. in this because it was like two years ago when I did this research. But I will say that I reread that part of the contract because I was like, there's no way this is possible. And then after doing all the math, like it, this thing only makes sense if you're like, you know what? We're going to go every other year. We have kids in the best age. They're really into it. We're going to go every other year for about seven. We're, we're going to go every other year for about 12 years. And then we're going to sell our membership package. Problem, yeah. Then it actually makes sense. Then then it, it truly does make sense with that. But if yeah. that is not your specific scenario, it ain't happening. I remember um, one of our vacations as kids, mom and dad went to like the the seminar thing for Disney Vacation Club, but ultimately it's like a wasted expense. Like you don't need it is. It's like a timeshare. Like, it's a timeshare. It's a timeshare. And then when you hear certain people's timeshares, like in theory always sounds cool, but then it, it always is impossible to like use the nights or like when you do the math, when you actually look at it, it's hard to like actually get a nice vacation from the first year of buying points unless you buy the ha- one of the highest tiered of points. Yeah, it's just it's like Anyway, that's what timeshares are. That's my recommendation are. for people if they ever think about this, go to the go to the free hour our seminar. Mm-hmm. You can find them at a lot of places. I did mine in Al- Alauni in Hawaii. I got gift cards for it. Great. Sit through it, get a $50, $75 gift card. And never sign anything to buy it because it's a waste. It's a waste. That actually is a really great segue into my number two. And? Lightning Lane? Genie Plus? Deluxe Hotels. Oh, now they are. Yeah. So when we went to Disney World, growing up, um, we would stay at the Wilderness Lodge. And our mom had originally, like, looked into it. We knew we weren't going to stay there. But she, like... She considered it $750 a night for a standard, like, two-queen room. I definitely thought about that being on my list because of how shameful like I feel like classic, that is. classic, like, pricing people out of Disney. Yeah. like, And it's not and- necessary for the trip. So, like, again, maybe some people really value that. And maybe they would spend a lot of time in their hotel room. Fine. You don't need a, a deluxe hotel to have a really but great Disney. I will say room. though, people. I would assume that there is, and I'll, I'm going to throw this number out, and it's a totally non-factual number. It is a pure bold guesstimate. I would assume that a lot of people, like maybe thirty to 25 percent of the people staying at a deluxe hotel, is a part of the Disney Corporation because of the deep percentage discounts that they get on going to Disney World. You think so? so? All ESPN, actual Disney in the upper tier. Yeah. I like would think, I mean, it's probably a low percentage. I'd probably even go lower than 25%. But I just like cannot believe how expensive they are. And like it, you don't get any you get some special perks, but you also don't need to stay in a deluxe resort. You don't, for you don't get a perks. lot of special perks for no, like you get early entrance and now it's only half hour. I mean, the fact that, like, I mean, to be honest with you, I would rather stay at the Aria in Vegas for $300 a night and save the extra $500 and put it on the crap stable. 
Um, mom said that the Wilderness Lodge used to be like 200 bucks a night, which is which, how we were able to stay there. 700 though, that's a giant. Seven, yeah. It, well, all of, so all of the deluxe resorts are absolutely insane. So a really great way to stay at a Disney resort without staying in a deluxe hotel is staying in like the Disney Springs area, which is what we did when we went in December. And you still get like the quote unquote perks of staying at a deluxe resort. You get early access into the parks and you get access to the Disney buses straight to your hotel for a fraction of the price. And they it was my wall. Yeah, that was my first time doing it. And like, I feel like our mom is not the holiday holiday in type. But, but that's what we did, the Holiday Inn, um, Disney Springs. It was a really nice hotel. It was really nice. It was perfect for what you needed. It was super close to everything, super yeah. close to the highway. Um, if we had gotten the ability to, you know, have some fun at night in downtown Disney, we would have – it would have been super, super, super close. Yep. Um, but I th- the fact that, like, those hotels also are um, eligible for extra magic hours, it, I mean, it's in like a no-brainer. It's like a no yeah. absolute no-brainer for, like – what was it? Maybe 150 bucks a night, maybe. And probably that or 200. It goes up on the weekends. Um, 200 for a holiday in. That's why we, we did Sunday to Friday because mom didn't want to pay for the weekend nights. But like 200 dollars for a holiday in. Yeah. Um, crime. Crime. I know, like some people again maybe want to spend their money on the nicer quote unquote resorts, but like from our like how we do Disney, if we're in the room at all during the day, we're taking a quick nap and we're going back. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I could say that if you're going to Disney for the full experience, like, I mean, to be honest with you, if I had the time to spend on a longer vacation, I would probably do a couple nights in a hotel like that. And then I would do maybe one or, you know, one or two nights in a nicer hotel. But you know they're going to be, but, but listen, but listen, you know, you're going to be using their pool all day. You're going to be using their amenities, not, not for the sake of like, I'm going to Disney all day. Like, no, you're going to be there because this is the pool day and you want a super nice pool and pool. We we have a pool day or we go to the park in the morning. We come back by noon. We go to the pool. Like that makes sense on it. It does on a, on a partial level not i don't like hotel jumping on vacation unless we're like jumping like cities and towns um i don't like staying in the same town and like going to multiple hotels but yeah i i I think the luxe resorts have turned like they've kind of become a little ridiculous in terms of price and it's not a lot of ridiculous the deluxe resorts the deluxe resorts at Disney are a lot of ridiculous. And guess what? If you want to go enjoy them, you hop on the monorail, you do a little bar crawl on the Magic Kingdom hotels and call it a day. You don't it's need one to say of my favorite. That. It's one of my favorite activities. Mm-hmm. All right. My number two feels extremely sacrilegious. So please excuse what I feel like is going to break my heart. But truly, it came from being realistic about money. Number two on my list is Disney pins. They're so expensive. I complete so. If you didn't know, if we haven't talked spoken about me, we and haven't. Heather, we we really haven't in in large detail. We collected pins heavily in our childhood. Like we Absolutely. would go to the Disney store at the mall down the street for the Disney pin meetups, and we would trade with local losers just like us with all the different. We would pins go to the pin Lindsay and I. 
Wait, Lindsay and I, to this day, if you were to go to our parents' house and they're they're begging us to take it, when, and, and it will happen whenever they do move, when they we move. have massive pin binders of pins they're heavy. that we created and we would save up. Lindsay, this is, this is what would happen when we were growing up. I'm going to give Lindsay the exact example. We would save up our money. We would get a little bit of allowance before, like an extra allowance before too, before we'd go yep. to Disney World. Yep. Lindsay would blow every penny in the first day first on day. pins. In the first day. <laughs> And then she's like, Mom, I don't have any money. And then she look at me and I'm like, I have all of it. Yeah. I made the whole trip left. Remember distinctively as like a young, not yet like super young, like 9, 10, 11, 12, saving up like 200 bucks, blowing it on pins the first day. Blowing yeah. it. I mean, it's super cute. I wish it was one of those Disney things that appreciated. Like, I mean, if I had known now what I have known, like I would have bought a couple sweatshirts, kept those. You know what I, I mean? Like those appreciated up, but... times a billion as opposed to the pins that just yeah. – I will say I did find a huge batch of pins and I did sell one pin for $150 in the pandemic. Wow. But that was probably I mean, one of the most valuable pins was, I had. Please share with the crowd what you collected. Goofy. Of yes. course. I did Tinkerbell and Stitch because we were big in the pin collecting when Lilo and Stitch first came out. And I think it's so comical because Heather didn't like Stitch back then. I didn't hate Stitch. But now I like, like love Stitch. Whatever. And I have all the cool Stitch pins. You're a hater. Time. I'm not. I did Stitch, Tinkerbell, and then a little bit of, like, Disney princesses. But you know what upsets me the most about, like, pin trading now? Well, one, it's really expensive. Two, if you've been to the parks, you know that almost essentially all the cast members have lanyards. Used to. Used to have lanyards. Now there's, like, pin trading, like, stops. All of the pins that are available to trade are from, like, the basic packs when you buy, like, your first lanyard. It's so annoying. Like, like honestly, they need to, like, shit or get off the pot and do something yeah. about it. Because they used to be able to kind of get cool pins from pin trading, and now it's just a bag of shit. It is really a horse crock of shit. I will say it was super cute when we went. We were walking out of the park, and we did see, like, a pin meetup. And yeah, it, it was, like, cool. very nostalgic of what Lindsay and I used to do at the local we're Disney like, store. We're like, well, people, like, people still very much collect pins. We were really into, like, the limited edition pins. We'd get to the park early and try to grab the special pins when we were there. We went to a pin trading like event. Um, yeah. we, we went to a pin trading event one year. We I think we planned our trip around it. We, we, were, we were in Magic Kingdom before the park opened. And it was, um, I will say, it was super cool to be in the park when no one's there. I think that's part of the magic of how yeah. pins used to be. Um, but, like, they're such not a thing now, and we spent so much money on them, and it hurts my soul to – I and, of course, I see cute ones. I'm like, oh, my God, I still walk past. I still walk through the pin shops. Yep. And they're so expensive now. It, it makes it really hard for kids to enjoy it. And I actually – and Lindsay saw this, too. I don't – Lindsay, actually, I don't think you saw this, but um, so every time I go to Disneyland now, except for when we went because I was super busy – I carry around this Disney pack, um, this Buzz Lightyear um, lounge fly little purse, coin purse, and I actually fill it with pins, um, tradable pins, and these cute kids were entertaining me in line in Paris when we were at Epcot, and um, I gave them each pins, and I said, trade them if you if you walk around. Where in France were you in line? For we food? were in line for food. Yeah, it was me and mom. Oh my god! Um, there is a restaurant in the very back of France. I was just our, telling someone about this. It's like the our, secret of all secrets. Yeah, but we okay. 
We ate there twice. We ate there two days in a row. It's really good food. I got something different both right. times. It's like straight up French, like a French bakery. Like you get like a croissant, mm-hmm. like you haven't had a croissant in America. Oh, the, the breakfast sandwich on a croissant is so good. The quiche. Anyway. So um, yeah. Anyways, I, and I and I feel like, um, and this is totally off topic and tangent. I remember cast members being super, super really nice and friendly and doing these small magical things. Um, even when we were there that one time and, and someone gave dad that fast pass. Yeah. And I feel like that's not how it is anymore. Um, we're also old and we didn't go with any kids. So But at the same time, I just feel like um when we met up with uh, with Lauren, Lauren was getting a corn dog at the corn dog castle in Disney California Adventure, and the cast member was a grouch, like huge asshole. Oh, yeah. Um you know, and he I yelled just, at me. Do you remember? What? That lady was really rude. Really rude. And I think that like there's this magic that came with pin trading because you get to talk to the cast members. They and they were so nice. And there was always different ones, and we would go to all the different hotels to look for it. And now they have just sucked the magic out of it. It's so different. Classic. Like Classic each pin. Each pin is like ten dollars. Like that's a fucking meal. I think they're even more. I think they're like twelve or fourteen now. Like they are Huge stupid. Weight. But I mean, it's a really core memory for us as like children going to. to Core memory. I see what you did there. Yeah, it is a core memory. All right. Number one? Probably going to have the same number one. No, I actually do not think we're going to have the same number one. Please tell me yours. Genie Plus. No, we are not going to have the same number one. Oh, really? Mine, I will say that I'm probably going to get some major haters for my number one. Sorry, go ahead. Um, Genie Plus Lightning Lane. Lightning Lane is a scam. Bring back just normal free fast passes and call it a damn oh, day. Dude, that's never going to happen again. Free so, fast pass. Listen, listen. The words free and fast pass are probably never going to happen again. So you should just get it out of your head that it's ever going to happen. There, that stupid thing, that stupid lightning lane, Genie Plus, is unfortunately here to stay. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's crazy. And it's a huge waste of money. And we are now going back to the times of being strategic about when and how to be in lines and the R way of not being in lines for a long time is 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 going to be few and far between, but it's not going anywhere. So um, for anyone that doesn't know, for context, Genie Plus Lightning Lane is $15 per person per day. So if you have a family of four for one day, it's you're already at 60 additional dollars. And the like a park hopper is almost, and that different. doesn't include if you, let's say, for example, wanted to get on Mickey and Minnie's um, individual re- lightning lane, individual, individual lightning. So, lane. individual lightning lane is additional money for some of the big ticket rides. You're only allowed to do two a day. They recently just redid the list as of the end of February. So, now at, at least Disney World, the only attractions available. For individual Lightning Lane are Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, whatever, Rise of the Resistance, and Avatar Flight of Passage. They got rid of they got rid of Space Mountain, Frozen Ever After, and Minnie and Mickey's Railway until August. That's so stupid. So those are just um normal Genie Plus. I will say I thought when we went to Disney World. And I actually do think this was the case because I think that they've changed, um, they've changed the rules so much on this that I think things are drastically different from now until when we went. Because when we went, 
and I even like confirmed this with Eric, who was super gracious of helping me like navigate some of these things because he went with um, his fam in February. But I could have sworn that you couldn't get the individual lightning lane unless you bought the lightning lane in Florida, but not in Disneyland. And I think that they changed that up because um, it was nice. I think you have to be in the park to buy individual lightning lane. And that is the truth because we couldn't buy individual lightning lane for Spider-Man. Spider which, which, yes, Lindsay said it's a waste of money. And yes, we did partake in it because from my experience, I was not going to wait 90 minutes for a ride that I truly thought was one of the best rides that Disney was really done. Fun. It was um, good. And you know what? It made our day like I didn't want to hear a grumble and I was like I was willing to chalk up the 40 bucks cuz because 40 bucks to go on the premier ride and in reality we didn't really wait a ton for a lot of lines. But we, also, so, I mean, we didn't ride like everything. We were, we were only in Disneyland for a day. But when we went to Florida, even though this is my number one. We did do one day of Genie Plus. But I think that here's the thing is, Lindsay, I do think that we made the best of it. We were psychos. We park hopped, which you can, when you have Genie Plus, it's good for all four parks as long as you have an active, valid park hopper. We were psychos about it. I got up at 645. It was the only reason we got on Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog, um, their lightning lane availability closed at 7.01 after opening at 7 a.m. That line didn't stop. Insane. It, the line for that ride. Was 90 minutes. Go, yeah, it didn't go under 90 minutes the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it was cute. But if never like, we didn't mind that. 90 minutes almost in the bare heat because there's barely any shade in that Oh, line. and it was really hot that day. Um, so we were psychos. We did that. We spent the morning in um, Hollywood Studios. We went over to Epcot via the um beautiful skyliner this the skyliner which was amazing so we took the skyliner from hollywood to epcot we got on test track and soren and we got all those rides you know besides remy's taken care of so we could drink around the world without a problem that was the only reason why it was worth it because i will say i was just telling somebody about how you should not buy this if if you're, you're not a big ride, if, you're, if, you're not, if you're not a big rides person, do not buy this. Nope. If you're not park hopping, do not buy this. Nope. Um, if you're not going to be aggressive on your phone, do not buy this. Don't buy it midday. Buy it in the morning. It was so disappointing when we were there. It was like 11.30 noon, maybe. And all the times at noon were like 7 p.m., 8 p.m. When like I bought Disney Max Pass when it was at Disneyland. And even it wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't like that. That, it, that was messed up. It, like, takes the magic out of things. It kind of, like, ruins it in a sense. And, like, I thought it was funny. I saw this TikTok the other day. I can't remember if I sent it to you or not. But they were showing in Disneyland all the cover-ups of the old Fast Pass signs in the, the slap job that Disney did of the Lightning Lane. They didn't care to match the standby entrance. They just slapped on some bullshit over the old Fast Pass signs that don't match at all. That's a that sounds like a Bob Chapwick. Chapwick. Chapek. Is that is that you pronounce it? Bob Chapek, yeah. That sounds like a Bob Chapek. Yeah. Cheap ass. Cheap. Um yeah, also like kind of off topic. When we were there, Remy's was still a virtual queue. And that also made me really sad because if you didn't know about it beforehand, you didn't have the app, you didn't know how to use it. Like our mom could have never done that. I know. I I was telling people. Like, my amazing Disney group, when we came back, was like, how was it? What was you like? You know, <clears throat> excuse me. And 
it was a great vacation. It was the first couple of days I'd, I had taken off truly since I started my company. But I think it was, I felt bad more than anything. And there were certain experience, there were certain moments that makes you feel bad. Like for example, Remy's. Remy, that, that moment. So we walk, we're walking to Remy's. I'd gotten up that morning at 645 to get in the virtual queue. And we didn't, our number wasn't called till about 215, two o'clock. And we go up, we go up and there's like older people. Like older than of, like our parents, like. Yeah, like, like eighties, you know, in their eighties or whatnot. And it's a great ride for just about any age. Oh that, yeah. That can bear 3D glasses. And they're kind of blocking the entrance. They're like, oh, what is this? And like, oh, it's the Ratatouille ride. And they're like, okay. Where's How the do we ride, ride it? Like, and they're like, no, you have to, you would have had to get in the virtual queue that at was 7 at 7 a.m. or 1 p.m. Or 1 p.m. And the look on these people's faces is just just hurts yeah some people only have one day there one day in a park don't have the the ability to park hop if they didn't buy park hoppers aren't there for a week it was kind of it was sad and it's very much ableism on disney's part which is a problem i don't disagree with you on that i i felt more i mean of course we were blessed because we're nerds and we like this stuff but it did make me feel like really sad for the people that just don't even even if they do a lot of research, they're still not going to get to get these everything answers or to get everything or I, like we were lucky that we truly got to do just about everything. Like was there something that we didn't do no. outside of the frozen ride? But I was not waiting for that again. Ninety minute wait, not happening. And that one was still um, individual lightning lane. It was not on Genie Plus, so we weren't. No, we weren't waiting. So. Not happening. That was the only new thing that we didn't get to ride. Was Frozen Ever After. Yeah. But, um, My number one. And it is, I think it's definitely feels, it feels personal more than anything. Um, It's not as expensive or it it couldn't, well, that's not even a lie. It's Mickey ears. Oh. I don't think there's a real practical use for Mickey ears. Like, there's a lot of things (laughs) that are just Disney- you know, like that I was reading certain places or whatnot, you know, like you can go there and you can find a small bubble machine, which, yeah, it sounds stupid, but honestly, like you can use it for your kids all the time, right? Lounge fly backpacks. I actually use my lounge fly sometimes when I'm going to the store, when I have my phone and my charging brick and my keys, like all these things. And, and like, I don't use, I don't, I'm not doing like the gaudy ones, like this one, right? Like yeah. this one is loud and obnoxious and super cute for the park, but I, I have a couple that our incognito Disney. Mine's over there. I love mine. Mine is. Um, I love. Queen. I love yours too. You, Heather got it for me for my birthday, and it's princesses, but they're all donuts. So like the base is cream, the straps are cream, but it has donuts that are all decorated as the princesses. But you have to stand literally with within arm's distance of Lindsay's backpack to see what it is. Yeah, and to make sense of it. So for me. I don't on I do like it's cute. The ears are cute. They're 30 bucks a pop. They're base. 30 plus bucks. Space, yeah. Minimum. Base. They're not comfortable. Thing. They're not comfortable. They fly off super easy. I think they're actually kind of ugly, if I'm speaking honestly. There's very few of them that are like, oh my God, that's cute. But in my head, I'm like, I would never fucking buy that. Every time I go, it itches all day. I find myself buying ears. So I bought ears in Disney World, which I loved. They're like the rose gold pink. 
They're super cute on you. Super cute. But, but they are the new. You, how many times have you worn them since that happened? Oh, I have a I have a pile of ears that I don't wear them. It's a problem. But they're the new ears, so that the, they're not the big and fluffy ears. They're like the really thin ears, so they're way more comfortable. I bought ears not this time. We were at Disneyland the time prior. They're the um, Disney ice cream bar ears. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. I have those. I was inches away from buying ears when we were in Disneyland. But, it, but it's like, why? You don't I, ever wear them after I you don't. Leave. I don't. But like, they're so freaking cute. But here's the thing is, is the like, here, here's the small percentage of people that this doesn't apply to. One, annual pass holders like all the time that don't mind wearing this, right? Super cool. If Lindsay actually wore them when she went to the parks, sure. But I do like that when I see some people on TikTok, they do like their own Disney wall. And like, I too, like, I'm I put my backpacks on display. Um, my stitch, my Elvis stitch backpack, I have as a literal decorative part of my room. And people do that with the mouse ears. Eliza has a yep. cute little area that has mouse ears. That is the only practical use for this. There's no practical oh, yeah, use no. for pins, in my opinion. But there's no. a partial practical use. But the problem with it is people are buying more ears than pins. And I just think that, like, it is just so much. Yours are just, like, staple Disney. Am I a sucker that buys them? Yes. I have a, probably about four or five pairs of ears. No um, practicality. No. But, like, I also – um, you are a magic key holder. So, you get – I get your special discount. Yes, you do get my special discount that we probably shouldn't be saying that on this podcast. Well, but, you just um, they're, your, they're your gift to me. Yes. Um. This what like I I almost put pins as number one. I didn't. I almost put Disneyfication Club number one. Why don't you have Genie Plus? Because I have it. No, because I do think the there's a part of me that that would have said if we did Hollywood Studios in the morning, Magic Kingdom in the evening, it actually would have been worth our money. And I still think I still believe to this day. I still believe that. That we did it the right way. We spent the forty dollars, and it was worth it because no, we, we did saved, it the right way. We saved over like five hours of waiting in line. But so you in know that opinion, there's those families, families of four, families of five that were just buying it every day. And no, maybe that is a huge waste. So in that, that case, is an incredible waste of money. In that, in that case, we are the ones that like, like I can't speak from experience. I can't speak from experience from these other things. But at the same time, like people just need to be more educated about this stuff, and that's something that's like easily fixable this other stuff is not as easily fixable yeah. as as and and i think that the disney vacation club being a huge sucker of it because you have to actually read the fine print of that contract and that contract is hard to find online you have to physically get it after the timeshare interview and all that kind of bullshit and it's a hard thing to like truly say oh it's just a waste of money because it kind of looks like a deal but then when you read the fine print you're like holy crap this is actually yeah. a lot of money and like, is it worth it? Where I think you could make, you can make the case that lightning lane was worth it. Genie plus for the individual time we went on Spider-Man, I thought was worth it. That that ride was really fun. I punched you and Aunt Rosie. You did? In the Look at the babes. Yeah. I have to keep Amazing. her away. Um, honorable mentions. I had Disney dining plan, which currently like isn't even available in the parks because of COVID. We've also never done it. I, it's simply not worth it. You don't need to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the park. So you're going to spend a fortune, an absolute fortune. 
And if you don't know how to use it properly, you're going to end up with a fuck ton of points at the end of the day. You're just throwing money away. You're just simply throwing it away. Daisy's ear is going bonkers right now. Right. It's because that's why. Oh. Um, also, bottled water, that $5 a pop. You can bring in bottled a water, water bottle. Bottled water was on my list as well. Yeah. Um, because they give all free cups of water. And you yeah, can bring just, bottles in. Just bring your Yeti cup or whatever it is that you love to carry around. I have an amazing cute Starbucks cup. Or just bring anything. Bring an empty water bottle and ask for free water. Literally, yeah. No, it's so stupid. They're like literally $5 almost. Yeah. No, I think um, I debated about Genie Plus slash Lightning Lane. But I couldn't put it on my list because I just felt like. That one out of all of mine like served the most like could serve the most purpose if it's used properly but it's still correct necessary. it correct. is still really expensive it's still total bullshit it is still total bullshit it reminds me of like six flags because you have to pay for fast passes there and we, we've never done it um if i had thought about if i thought about the deluxe hotels before this moment or before this episode i totally would have done it yeah like hands down um heather look at her Look at Miss Daisy. She is not entertained by our podcast. She's tired. She's been awake all day. She had a fun day today. Yeah, she had a fun day with Grammy and Grandpa. Yeah. Right, baby? That's all I, that's all I had. Daisy's so expensive. And, like, I know it's hard to, like, fully fathom as a child and as an adult. It just, like, that shit adds up quick. I think that what I tell people when people ask me all the time, like I always just tell them that like do a little bit of research or like or ask ask us. Like I'm more than happy to delve out helpful Disney tips because it is so yeah. expensive. And some people, um, like you know, someone I just talked to was like, you know, I heard that the food was so expensive and there's you know there's no reservations uh, like four months out or da 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 da. And it's like you can do Disney. You can do Disney with good food on a dime. You can do it. Um, Without reservations, it is just a matter of knowing. You have to just kind of know about knowing. it. You know, like Lindsay and I, we we went into Epcot. We got amazing food at France that we did have to wait probably the longest of any ride, which was twenty five minutes. But it was actually super super worth it because we're also not spending. Like, you're not spending like fifteen dollars on a salad. It was actually like you know. It was good food. It was good food for food. way less than that. And, and then, like the alcohol can get expensive, but also like on the off countries where like we weren't like super excited or crazy about the drinks, we would split them. Yeah, you know, and the, the alcohol that one really adds up too. Like I think that um, if I had more time, I would have dug deeper on it. But like some people, when they like don't spend twenty dollars on a cocktail, no. and especially tell people at Disney California Adventure, you know, if you're like, all right, I'm not driving because I live close by and I'm gonna get boozed up. Like, don't get boozed up at California Adventure. Maybe get your glass of wine there at the end of the night or be strategic about it. Go to the Tiki Bar at Trader Sam's. You're going to get a better buck for a $13 or $15 cocktail than you are anywhere else in California. Well, yeah, Pim's was like $20 a cocktail. Yeah, and like... But we also split it, and it was more than enough for me. It, we split it, but that's a lot of money for one person's cocktail by like by yourself. And honestly, I would I would probably argue that... The alcohol content was not super high in a pre-mixed car. I guess I think that we could add that to our honorable mentions is alcohol. It's not like the biggest waste of money. Again, you can like do it smart. Research is required. 
and a buddy is also yeah i think that i i would say that like drinking in disney can get really expensive really quick but it's so fun you know what you're doing yeah like i like like eliza and i we do an amazing job you know doing buddy day where we're eating and drinking different stuff and we're trying different things but it really does go like such a long way to like have somebody to taste it with you to split the costs um because it adds up so quickly i mean and especially if you're an annual pass holder like you're not going there to like get wasted every day or eat your heart out because you know how expensive it is like just to park thirty dollars now i mean you know like just alone like if i would just account like expenses like when we went right it's the parking it was the sip and saver pass for the food and wine festival that's $80 $80 outside of walking in the park, right? Yep. Like the park park hopper itself is expensive. Um, I shopped my little heart out at Disneyland. Truly shopped my heart out. I came There are worse. Out. There are worse things. I wasn't even like tipsy and like what the fuck was I doing? Even though like, I love everything I bought, I stopped actively stopped myself from buying more. I know. Did we get anything for Daisy? No. No. But I did last time though. But um, Daisy got a brand new Goofy toy for her birthday, yeah. and she got a brand a new sweater and a Minnie Mouse collar. Oh, she oh they changed her out of the Mickey sweater. Um, she snagged it, so Mom's fixing it. From you weren't gonna tell me that she snagged my sweater? Oh, she snagged it in like four spots. <laughs> it's a knit sweater, and she's a dog. Of course, she, she snagged, snagged it. it on. She was scratching herself. Oh, that's what she was doing. So mom, mom was fixing it when I left the house this morning. Oh, baby. All right. Well, um, yeah, don't waste your money. How about that? Let us know. I mean, listen, we're resources. We're normal people. Um, you know, did we spend money on getting ridiculous Starbucks mugs at Disney? Yes, we oh, did. Listen, yes, we did. There are some things you're just going to spend money on and be okay with as a Disney adult. And there's some stuff that you don't like. For example, these Disney coasters, right? Super cute. I love them. I got them at we got them at TJ Maxx, right? There's um, places to find cute Disney stuff, not at the parks. Lesson learned. Oh yeah, I got mine too. Lindsay's showing like her Lego. Lindsay, Lego. For all those only listening, um, Lindsay's showing off her Daisy lego brickhead yeah. and i have my chippendale it's not focusing there we go and then i have my have goofies in the background goofies in the back there are Just new favorite toys um along with that expensive stitch white candle anyways candles we're, going off we're telling people how much money we actually spent on disney when we should really just wrap this up yeah so until next week um this is unpopular disney opinions Lindsay, see you next time yeah no i don't think so see you then What's up, guys? Heather here. And on behalf of the Pink Sisters, just want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Unpopular Disney Opinions. Make sure to subscribe anywhere where you listen to podcasts to keep up to date on future episodes. You can also find us on YouTube and TikTok at Unpopular Disney Opinions. But if Instagram is more your speed, you can find me at Disney Pink Adventures on all Unpopular Disney Opinions things and, well, more. Thanks for listening.